0: Lorraine, Part Two, by George Essex Evans, read for LibriVox.org, by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Twas a long last look, and a mute farewell, To the homes where our fathers had loved to dwell, And our faces turned to the wild northwest, And we rode away on a roving quest, But our hearts were young and we cheered the way With the golden dreams of a coming day When fate should lead neath a happier star Back to Bendmere and to old Glenbar And a vision rose of one bearded and brown A wanderer hasting to Melbourne town To the faithful eyes now with sorrow dim. THAT HAD SUFFERED AND WAITED AND WATCHED FOR HIM, FOR THE NEW HOME LAY midst THE CITY'S ROAR, AND THE STATION'S CALM WOULD BE HERS NO MORE, AND FROM DOUGLAS'S LIPS CAME THE STORY STRANGE OF THE WONDROUS WEALTH IN A NORTHERN RANGE. THE WEEKS GREW MONTHS, AND THE MONTHS WERE SPENT as we overlanded a continent a thousand miles over scrub and plain in the sun's fierce glare and the tropic rain. But we laughed at hardships to undergo, and we smoked in the ring of the campfire's glow, and we pushed ahead till, in tracks grown blind, the last station fence had been left behind. AND THE LAND OF THE MIGHTY RUNS SPREAD WIDE, UNFENCED AND VIRGIN ON EVERY SIDE. WHERE YOU MOVE, A SHIP THAT HAS LOST THE STRAND, OR THE GRASSY OCEAN OF ONE MAN'S LAND, WHERE A SCORE OF BEASTS, OR A MILE THE LESS, ARE OF LITTLE COUNT IN THE WILDERNESS, But men count their grass and cattle instead By the hundred miles and the thousand head. I have seen the plains lying baked and bare When drought and famine hold revel there And the cattle sink where the rotting shoals Of the fish float dead in the water holes. I have seen the plains when THE FLOOD BRINGS DOWN, THE LEAGUES OF ITS WATERS SULLEN AND BROWN, WHEN ONLY THE TOPS OF THE SWAYING TREES MARK THE CREEK THAT WOUND THROUGH THE LEVEL LEES, AND ALL IS A SEA TO THE STRAINING EYES, SAVE SOME LONELY HUT ON A DISTANT RISE. I HAVE SEEN THE PLAINS IN THE MAD DELIGHT, of the racing flames in their crimson flight, when the whip o oh, the wind will not stay or spare, and woe to the rider who lingers there! But oh, the plains when their beauty burst on our wandering eyes as we crossed them first, when the sun shone bright and a soft wind blew and the sky was clear with a fairy hue, and afar, like an isle in a sea of mist, rose a mountain cap as of amethyst, and the big horn cattle, knee-deep in grass, wheeled scattered legions to watch us pass, as we drifted onward from group to group, and swift as a bolt came the wild hawk's swoop, when the brown quail whirled neath our horses' feet, or the bronze wing broke from his ground retreat. Footnote. This is the partridge, bronze wing, and footnote. And the lazy, bustard on laggard wing, out of easy gunshot, was loitering. And for miles around us, at daylight's close, The little flock pigeons in coveys rose, And the squandrons flew with a gathering force, Till an army darkened the watercourse. Thus we crossed the plains to their utmost rim, To the timbered belts round the mountains grim. Chain upon chain to the north and west Rose the swelling ridge and the purple crest, and the gorges hid from the light of God, where the foot of a white man had never trod. There's a tawny flat where the grass grows green, like a bay it lies two dark hills between, and a stream comes down through a narrow cleft. Here the camp was fixed, and the horses left. Twas the last sweet grass, and no man could ride or' the beetling fastness on either side. Thence into the heart of the hills we bore, rich with ironstone masses and copper ore, and once or twice in the gorges old, we found a trace of the colour of gold in a deep ravine walled by rugged heights. THROUGH THE toiling DAYS AND THE RESTLESS NIGHTS, I FELT NEATH THE SPELL OF THAT GLOOMY PLACE THAT A CHANGE HAD COME O'ER MY COMRADE'S FACE. FELT RATHER THAN SAW, AS IT SEEMED TO ME, THAT ALL WAS NOT QUITE AS IT USED TO BE. THE LAUGHTER AND JEST AND THE GLANCE AND TONE WERE NOT OF THE MAN THAT I ONCE HAD KNOWN. AND IT SEEMED TO ME THAT HE SHUNNED TO HEAR OF MARY AND GLENBAR AND BENDAMIR, AND THERE ROSE A SENSE I COULD NOT DEFINE, LIKE A WIDENING STREAM twixt HIS SOUL AND MINE. THEN THE LIGHT OF THE PAST LIKE A STAR shone OUT, AND I TURNED IN SCORN FROM MY EVIL DOUBT but the passions that rule since the world began were working there in the heart of man, and a breast that had guarded its secret well was burning then with the fires of hell. Tis the old, old tale of a woman's face, more strong than the shadow of foul disgrace, the old mad lust for the mastery To pluck the flower that is not for thee, For the dreamy light of a woman's eyes It can lead on to hell or to paradise. Ah, little I dreamt in the days now done That the eyes I loved were as dear to one Whose heart had been eaten with jealous pride Through the years of a brotherhood side by side. FOR ONCE IT CHANCED AS I MOVED ALONE that I STUMBLED AND FELL ON THE IRON STONE A STUMBLE THAT MIGHT HAVE BEEN MADE IN BLOOD FOR A BULLET HUMMED WHERE MY FEET HAD STOOD AND I TURNED AND SAW FROM MY VANTAGE PLACE THE LOOK THAT WAS WRITTEN ACROSS HIS FACE. He had fired at a bird but too low by half and he turned it off with an awkward laugh for as yet no shadow of what might be the power neath the surface had come to me yet a shadow crossed and it left behind a doubt that rankled within my mind and for weeks we played at the duel hard of an open candor but secret guard, and the seeds of discord were subtly sown when the fever seized me and struck me down, and days there were when the blood coursed free to be followed by morrows of misery. But the fever heightened, and day by day I could feel the cords of my life give way, and my strength went out, like an ebbing sea, yet daily he tended and cared for me. It may be some touch of the days of old, made his hand draw back, made his heart cry, hold. But I saw in his eyes with an anguish dumb that he waited and hoped for the end to come. Then I lost the power to move hand and head and at last I lay in a trance as dead, awake yet a dream for a day and night. Then I woke with a start, and the moon shone bright. But the tent and the tools and the guns were gone, and all save the blanket I lay upon. Not a sound came down from the mountains lone, where the shadows huge by the moon were thrown. In the gloomy gorge not a soul was near, and I called his name with a bitter fear. But no answer came to my feeble cry, and I knew he had left me alone to die. End of Lorraine Part 2 This recording is in the public domain.